Hello, this is Dr. Rosie Kuhn, and this podcast series is called Aging Like a Guru. Who, me? Yes, you and me and every other person on the planet. This podcast series started a couple of years ago, actually, when I was invited to uh, run a group, a facilitate a, a group uh, at the Senior Center here on Orcas Island. And it started out with a one-hour workshop on independence and uh, aging. And uh, people wanted more. And <laughs> so we started meeting every other week. And uh, two and a half years later, here we are. I wrote a book and did some blogs, and it just seemed like a natural unfolding to start uh, doing podcasts on aging. So aging like a guru, uh, we're all gurus in my mind, and our ability to source into the guru-ness of us is is the intention of this, and not only to, to source into it, but to trust that the wisdom that is ever-present in us that we can know will carry us in in the direction we really want to go. Aging is something that is just, it's part of our existence. It's because we're humans. We came in, I believe, we came in as spiritual beings into these human bodies. And because we're taking this adventure in humanness, we're going to come up against things and uh, that we're not going to like, that are uncomfortable, that create pain, but mostly create suffering. And that suffering is a lot, a lot of that suffering is based on an expectation that we shouldn't be aging or that we should be mortal, immortal as opposed to mortal, that we will be dying. And so our inability to handle these elements that we're, that we're not in control over, that we're powerless over, um, we do stuff that, that actually creates more suffering and sickness and, um, and unhappiness. So part of the intention of these podcasts is to empower you to begin to look differently at how you think about things and how you act according to how you think. And that the, there is, again, this element of you that is a guru, that has the inner wisdom. And it may be different than other people's wisdoms, but that doesn't make it any less powerful and important for you to listen to. So today we're going to just talk a little bit about what it is, why age like a guru. Uh, and and it's just, there's tons of things that are important about how gurus have come to be gurus, but I'm going to focus on four in, in particular today. Uh, I've thought about this for a few weeks in terms of like, what what is it that makes a guru um, somebody to, to emulate as uh, a person who's aging? So I'm going to like I said, focus on four of them. And first I want to talk about the ability to live in the moment. And some of these other elements will, will come into this as well. There's, there's a, an, a, a, an ability to live without the worries about the future and without the fears of the future, without guilt or shame about the past. They've let it go so that they can actually be in peace and serenity and joy and beauty and playfulness here in this moment. We all have that ability. We all have that uh, uh, capacity for joy and peace and love in every moment. And the way that we choose to think and feel and look at our world and judge our world uh, and assume and expect, those things color how we're able to actually be in this moment. So uh, so many people are afraid to be 
in this moment. They're they're worried that if they let go of what they're thinking in the future, futurizing is what I call it, that um, that things aren't going to go well. They think that by thinking about it, they're in control, and that's not the truth. The same with the past is we there's people who focus on the past and that gives them a sense of security that if I think about the past then my future is going to be okay because I'll I'll create the, the future based on my path past that doesn't work either so the ability to live in the present moment and to to uh, question what arises that doesn't allow me to be peaceful in this moment that's what I want. That's what I want to to look at because I want peace every moment. I want that for you too. That's part of why I'm creating these podcasts. The second thing that I think is really important that gurus uh, emulate for me is that they are in a state of lacking nothing. Uh, in the Course in Miracles, it says lack implies that there's something missing in this moment that would that I would be better off if if it was different, and. And that made a lot of sense to me to see how I uh, infuse the idea of lack in just about every moment of my life. I lack a house, or I lack uh, financial security, or I lack uh, a partner, I lack um, (laughs) ideas for dinner. I am in a state of lack, and that doesn't allow me to be at peace in my life or to even uh, experience gratitude or, or abundance or even to allow those things to flow into my life. So gurus have this capacity to, to experience this moment free of the idea of, uh, that they lack anything. The third element is the idea of non-attachment. So what most of us uh, especially in the Western world, our, our concepts of our consensus reality trains us to think, I have to be productive. And if I'm productive, that's going to give me the outcome that I'm anticipating. So, so many of us are working really, really hard uh, to have an outcome, security, stability, a retirement plan, uh, the extra condo, a golf course, whatever it is that we're anticipating. And um, we're so attached to that that we keep living perhaps in, in a huge amount of stress uh, in ways that we're not comfortable uh, and maybe uh, adding to uh, dis-ease, but we keep doing it because we have an attachment to an outcome. And gurus have gotten to a place where they go, I'm not my attachments. I'm not the my retirement plan. I am not um, something bigger than or greater than. I'm just a human being in this human body. And, um, and, and I'm going to show up in my highest good, in my highest truth. And, and that's all I can do. There's in the 12-step program... There's the idea of that, just that, you know, my job is to show up in intention and in my highest truth, my highest good and the highest good of all. And in that process, then I can let go of everything else. I can let go and, and let God and let the higher universal knowing take care of things. Um, so many of us say I'm in control of my life and I don't want to let go of that control and surrender that to or even include a co-pilot as, you know, some people say God is my co-pilot. We're too afraid to do that. We don't want to let go of our control. But the attachments that we are, um, we have to even our thoughts about aging, we're, a lot of people aren't very happy about letting go of those perceptions. We'll talk about that more in, in coming series. Uh, so 
So gurus have the capacity to uh, let go of the outcome. They show up, they do what's theirs to do, and the rest is up to God. This, the rest is up to the divine universe. And, um, and that's something for me that I want to continue to emulate. The fourth element I think is really important is having a sense of humor. Um, I, w- I will say that I w- 99%, I will say, of the clients that come to me um, are, are, are serious about the problems, the symptoms, the circumstances of their life. And when they begin to have a sense of humor about who they are and how they show up in their life that creates their circumstances and their symptoms, they can laugh. And I know in that moment that, they're, that they can laugh at themselves that they have made progress in being able to, to accept and allow life to be who, what it is and that they have, they've empowered themselves to see things differently. Uh, so that's, that's a really important element of life to be able to laugh when, you know, in crisis, it's a a funny thing. I I grew up in Detroit and I have uh, had eight brothers and sisters. It was big family. And one of the things that was so outrageous was it could be the most morbid situation and we would find something to laugh about in it. And it was, it was quite, quite a, a, a wonderful thing to be able to laugh even when things weren't going well how much joy you bring into your life. I want you to look at the degree to which you're able to uh, see what you have as opposed to see what you don't have. I'd like you to, to, to see, to look at and, and be aware of the degree to which you can live in the moment and let go of the future and let go of the past and just see what's here now in this moment. Uh, too much of our time is spent <laughs> manipulating and strategizing as opposed to just living now. So I look forward to our next time together. If you have any questions or anything you'd like me to address, please let me know and I'll happy, happily, happily address that for you. All right, big hugs, blessings to you, and I will see you again. Bye for now.